Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn. We're your hosts, Athena and Memes, and today's episode is going to be highlighting the parts of our motherhood journey that we've come to that have caused us to be torn to shreds. Hi, everyone. It's great to be back for another episode. Truly enjoying the bonding time with Athena and different posts that we've been putting out there. So it's all been good. So memes, this uh, torn to shred feeling, when have you arrived there? What was it that was the tipping point? So over the four years, I have to say, everyone shares like their favorite stages and it's like oh no they're better when at this age or oh yeah they were difficult at that age but for me it's all been um my identity individual reflection that's probably the hardest it's like what is it to split from uh individual mother other roles you know sister daughter my career persona and I have to say through all the phases I've always surprised myself so I got to be at home for an extended time and so when you go um, between five six months at being at home with your newborn and you don't miss anything and then everyone you know makes you fear the moment that you have to go back and if you miss certain things I definitely felt torn to begin working again and and once the the benefit of going in for a couple of weeks and then having a bit of a summer and then starting up again. So it was just like a little taste of it, but then a pause and I could regroup and it was a fresh start in a new place. Um, and as I was doing it, it, it felt really difficult to make certain sacrifices or it wasn't the easiest commute and when there were extra early mornings or late nights or different events it was really difficult but then after 10 months I made a shift and returned really enjoyed the new normal and I enjoyed my colleagues and then the torn feeling was I didn't set myself up for this well enough. Like I can't stay late if I want to stay late or I can't patient for an after work thing or more social things. And I work with um, a few people who have children, but many people who might be married or are still single and like the life, the family dynamic, the life dynamic is different. And I really desire to have that in that time. And then I was torn again. So like between did I want to go? And then once I jumped back into the working, um, the split between home and working, it was now I actually want to have like the third split of time for myself and things I enjoy individually. So it that time was probably the hardest because it's just like I didn't even anticipate having this torn feeling. 
Yeah, and I'm happy that you're sharing this because then the true like essence of this podcast is to shed light and speak truth and just be authentic with the motherhood journey, right? Because if you speak to most moms or most parents, they'll say, oh, you know, my company's awesome maternity parental leave plan made my transition so much easier. And it, that's baloney because mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter if your company gives you, like I've done it so many different ways. I've gone that I had no maternity leave to, you know, a full month off to three weeks off to six weeks off and not any of those transitions were never easy Mm -hmm. um, for multiple reasons, but the emotional battle that you go through between having to go from you know, giving birth and then having to adjust to whether you're nursing or not nursing, sleeping or not sleeping Mm -hmm. and making sure some other individual stays alive. Um, All that to then have to go back to planning to not look disheveled and crazy when you show up to the office or you show up before your coworkers and you don't sound crazy over the phone or they hear the baby in the background, like all those things you have to come to a place to learn to manage all before returning back to work. And then like you were saying, like those random spontaneous work events that, you know, people are like, Oh, we're going to go have a happy hour. We're just going to, you know, or you have to travel for the next like couple of days and hang out with these coworkers. And you're like, I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just tired. And I can't even think clearly. Yeah. So, and the real part of that is that, like you're listing all the things that people tell you to anticipate or you read about but then it's like the things you didn't anticipate that either bubble up for you or a moment where you're literally frustrated or sad or just in need of something different for your own mental health for your sanity to like at that point that day that you're just like I really wish I didn't have to be at this place and I wish I could just go off and you know I so often found myself reminiscing of my single days where and I tell people this all the time that it it is my personal style that when I was earlier on in my teaching on Monday I couldn't tell you where I'd be Thursday if I was going to be at work late I was going to go grab something to eat if I was going to connect with someone spontaneously I did not need every single hour accounted for and then to radically shift to time and do this activity and prep this thing and get to here and accomplish that done and then you're going and you're being professional and you're, you're prepped for everything going on in your professional day be it a field trip or meeting with someone or knowing who you're, who you're counseling that day, and then the unexpected at work, um, and then hard end to your day to then shift to something else. And us, you know, forget what emotions you're going through in the day, forget what your real time impacted you or stressed you out or was a celebration, but just keep moving because you're expected to be in this next place and then pivot to this other thing. And like transitions, transitions with parenting have been the biggest thing for me. It's like, what am I doing to be ready for this other thing? How am I making sure I'm prepared and showing up at my best? How am I staying in the right mood so that the end of the day doesn't have to feel like torture for me and my child or for anyone else in my family? Um, I think 
there's but so much we can plan for and then there's just like how we actually feel it and live it in the moment that's so hard yeah I agree with that because I just know for me being that I've always been type a and very structured and so having a child and having other people to be accountable for those transition periods the the biggest thing I would battle with is who am I going to disappoint because I'm going to disappoint someone. I'm either showing up to that client site late or not on time or not fully 100% prepared because I didn't read the 200-page deck that you sent me at 7 o'clock at night for a 9 a.m. meeting um, because I actually wanted to put my kid to sleep <laughs> and I wanted to read them a story or eat dinner with them. Um and that that's with the transitions, I feel like that's been hard as a mom is how do I perform, still be a high performer in my career and still be a present, loving, caring, invested mom, you know, showing up in both places 100 um, percent at the level that I would like to be involved um, is just difficult and leaves me often feeling torn because I'm going to disappoint someone because there's not enough of me to go around. So what was your torn to shreds moment of your parenting journey? Yeah, my torn to shreds though moment was going from being a mom of three sons to being a mom of four sons. And for the record, let the record show, it really has nothing to do with the personality of my fourth son. Because had I had him number one, I don't think the other three would have existed. (laughs) Uh, Because he is the best kid around. Um, But just the mental, like when I found out that I was going to have a fourth child and I couldn't mentally comprehend it. Like it was the first time that hearing that we were going to be parents again broke me like I cried for probably like three days straight because I just couldn't like wrap my brain around it I couldn't picture how it could possibly do more or fit someone else in because kind of to that point of like I'm going to disappoint someone because I was already like spending one-on-one time like being intentional with my husband and with my three sons and that pretty much took up the month because each of them would get like a one-on-one night with me for that week so like Steve would have one week and then Sasha and then Sam and then Zeke um and then then here comes Philip and I'm like how am I gonna squeeze in a another person (laughs) to spend one-on-one time with and how am I gonna teach someone else how to crawl and like or roll over or how am I even going to be there you know um and like the potty training I'm still trying to figure that one out because he's still not potty trained but (laughs) it's just it was overwhelming so it tore me to shreds so much to the point where like during that entire pregnancy I will admit it I was in denial up until the day that he physically was here (laughs) out and about and I could hear him cry because I would get up from like tables or do things and be like oh yeah I'm pregnant like no wonder why you people are looking at me like I have six heads and moving this fast or why I'm still like everyone looks at me like I'm crazy like yeah I'm still traveling they're like what 
you look like you're gonna pop <laughs> so but it was just the hardest part of parenting that I've ever experienced is trying to figure out how I was going to manage because I was just beginning to feel comfortable with having three sons and having to do the assembly line of lunches and prayers and story time and because of the gaps too it just makes it hard um I was like, how am I adding one more person to this assembly line that I already have going that feels like it's wrong to begin with? So it was just hard um, to fathom at at the beginning. And then the reality of him actually being here sometimes still like it sparks that feeling again, because I'm like, seriously, we have to send someone ahead of us to Panera to save a spot. (laughs) Because I didn't realize what a big difference it made to go from being a family of five to a family of six. And when you look at like how restaurants divide stuff up, they're not expecting you to be more than a family of four, right? For sure. (laughs) For sure. That was the, that was the secret a colleague shared that a, a friend was like, no, we just had to make a decision from like one child to two because it was like between cars and hotel rooms and you know like everything is like ideal for four yeah ideal for four because now we travel as a family it's like oh yeah we're happy mom travels all the time and we can get that embassy suite because child i don't know where you would be sleeping because <laughs> nobody <laughs> nobody planned for you <laughs> so um so even like dividing up entrees at restaurants so it just made things a little more difficult but i didn't realize that until after he was here but before he came I was just panicking on like what family home life would be like because I'm like I I barely feel like I see the three sons I have now and keep up with what's going on in their lives I was like and now you're gonna add another person Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know I don't know if I could throw another awesome one-year-old like birthday party or up that smash cake or do another blog because that was the other thing like I I had certain things that I did for each child where by the fourth time I was like oh my gosh I don't know if I can document all this and keep all the pictures but it's also that that (laughs) comes hand in hand with that torn feeling is whatever the expectation in your mind was right so even as Correct. there was a shift or, you know, like life has its unexpected turns, it, it's so much of it is what we think we have a control over or what we like, what we feel. Oh, but, you know, this is our family dynamic. This is this is the sweet spot. I've got it. I've got it figured out. And then motherhood just pushes the bar again. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I thought this quiver was like full <laughs> How did you give me another arrow? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> um, but he, but it, it is interesting how how God, like, just truly each child, what I could see was fashioned for their placement in mm-hmm. the family. <laughs> because he, our fourth son, is the most reasonable one out of the four. So that's nice. And he's very smart and quick because he sees his older brothers. And even though some of them have like a big gap between them, he like picks up quicker. So and he like, has to teaching he has him to, to make it. Yeah, to survive. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he's got a survivor instinct. But it, it was just so funny because I'm like, from day one, he was just calm. Like, he knew that he was number four. So he's like, I'm not going to scream too loud. I'll just sound uncomfortable for you and you'll know <laughs> that I need to eat and be changed. And he's still kind of like that because you'll tell him, like, no, we're not doing that. He's like, okay. Maybe tomorrow, right? <laughs> like, yeah, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks for being understanding. Um, and and he is the one that like brings us like he he was the glue that we didn't realize was missing because our family time together gels a lot better um, between the six of us because he just brings the spunk and it's hilarious. Like for instance, like I walked down. The other morning because my oldest he's awesome he actually likes to give and make breakfast for his brothers so he um was feeding philip the youngest and philip was screaming at the top of his lungs at his brother because he made sasha made the mistake of saying hey little boy get up in your chair so i can feed you your breakfast and as he sat he just pounded his fist i am not a little boy i am a man <laughs> And he would not stop until Sasha called him a man. He's like, okay, man, stay in your chair so I can feed you. With a quick snide comment. I was like, I don't know a man that needs to be fed, but okay. <laughs> He's like, I am a man. So um, even though I made it through that treaded torn moment, um, the number one takeaway I would say to our torn tribe is embrace it. And recognize that it's there and not try to hide it because um, it was helpful for me to share with other mothers that like having a fourth child felt like it was going to kill me and to hear their moments because for another woman, it might just be two. It might just be the one, <laughs> you know, but to be able to connect um, with other women through that moment was what made it feel lighter and more manageable. And then hearing other people's, you know, oh, I have eight. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I can deal <laughs> with four. For sure. I, or I survived six. No, for <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. I think the our premise from the beginning is my, my strongest um, advice to mothers is, like, your story is your, your journey is, is to you. And that story you have the right to share. And I think it does serve others because we all have different thresholds we all have different expectations and desires but we're not alone out there even in our torn to shred moments yeah so don't feel guilty and you're not alone and keep choosing that grace um because it, it helps you get through those moments for sure and that uh, you're your shredded torn moment is a battle scar that will help the next Awesome mom, get through. On to our favorite part of the show, The Mend. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So memes, what's mending you this week? Truly being able to be authentic um, in the current situation, being on about to start week seven of remote work and social distancing in New York. Um, just 
being able to share with friends, family, colleagues, the difficulty of like having the split brain literally at home and having to keep things in real time and collaborate with a four-year-old and with my colleagues and keep my sanity and be professional and be patient and loving. Um, I really enjoy and I think in being able to say it made me focus more on slowing down moments that I am really appreciating of having with my four-year-old and she has been just loving this time. Like it's like (laughs) she did the conspiracy to make this happen. <laughs> so if anyone's out there trying to figure out um, the root of it all, you might want to investigate because she <laughs> does not have a problem with the setup. And it's con- she has, an, uh, as soon as she knows there's time, it's like, so we're going to play this and then we're going to do a project and then we're going to do it. And she's just like back to back to back. And it's like, even if it has to pause and then we come back to it another time, it's like, because then we're going to do this. And then she like reiterates the things <laughs> on her list. Um, so I think accepting it for myself, getting the support and comfort of others, understanding it allowed me to mend in the reality of what all of this is right now. And I think she probably conspired with her cousins because they fully love this quarantine. (laughs) We actually had a conversation in the hallway where my husband, Steve, was talking to one of our sons, uh, Zeke. And he was like, yeah, Zeke, I, you know, you haven't seen your friends because of quarantine and all this. And Zeke's like, well, the minute it's lifted, can we just go to the park so that you can push me on the swings and we can do underdog? The, of course, that for folks that don't understand what underdog is, it's when you push your child on a swing and you actually run under them, that you get them high enough that you fit yourself under them. My husband's one, so just <laughs> imagine that. So, so as he's saying this, our Philip, our number four, opens the, his door. He's like, Corona's gone. Corona's gone. <laughs> we could go outside again. And Steve's, Steve's like, uh, no, not yet. He's like, oh, okay. Okay. And Sam comes out, our eight-year-old, and he's like, oh, thank goodness. I love staying home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> you have me and dad, like, trapped in a prison. Um but they are part of my mend. They're, they're definitely part of my mend this week because this assembly line, like I was talking about, um, I have an assembly line for baths. <laughs> so child comes in and it leads to the best conversations. Um, with my oldest, it's while he's shaving, I intrude so that I could get my venting out and then I leave. <laughs> Uh, but with my three youngers it's this bath time assembly line and I had to crack up because you hear the craziest things come out of these kids mouths um and this was definitely my mend for the week hearing my son talk about trying to understand what a fart is (laughs) and he's like I I just don't understand where it comes from I tried to catch it the other day (laughs) and I didn't feel anything because people say it's like, you know, gas or wind, but I just didn't feel anything. So that conversation was very <laughs> enlightening. 
I didn't really add much to it. I just was engaged in listening. I was a listener in that conversation. Because <laughs> I just, I didn't want to bust out laughing to make him feel embarrassed or anything. But definitely my men are those boys this week. Um, them and all their funny little stories. Well, Torn Tribe, we want to hear your men's and what is tearing you to shreds here in your motherhood journey or your parenting journey. And so make sure to subscribe and share the podcast so that more folks can um, not feel guilty, but enjoy choosing grace with us and feeling a little less torn each and each day. And uh, memes, tell our folks how to stay connected. Please reach us tornmlb at gmail.com and join us on social media instagram facebook and twitter our handle is tornmlb we'd love to hear your men's advice for the torn tribe suggestions as well as in this time um, of kind of a crazy reality if you'd love to share what's getting you through funny memes anything that you think anyone else um could benefit from we'd love to hear from you thanks for joining choose grace when you feel torn choose Choose grace. grace